eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Praise all around and obviously a great draft. Great era of Eagles football right now. Let's talk to the general manager of the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously a longtime guest for many years of Angela's show. First time with uh, our show, this the new WIP morning show. Eagles general manager, Howie Roseman. How you doing, Howie? Good morning. How can't you not be doing great? What a freaking Sixers game last night. Unbelievable. We got the Sixers. We got Price coming back. And I get a chance to congratulate you guys for taking over this morning show. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you, Howie. Thanks, Howie. Listen, Howie, I figured after you guys cut Richie about 20 years ago, we had to find him a landing spot somewhere. So. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 do, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. Uh, he so. sure is. Well, so are you, Howie. And congrats on the, on the draft. Obviously, big praise. You just heard that poll result. Howie, let's get to it. Um, you, you get two players you clearly want it, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. You get two players that a lot of people thought – were targets for spot 10. How difficult was it for you with both players to not trade up more? Jalen Carter, obviously you trade up one spot, but you resist earlier, six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. you know, after he gets past Seattle. To get both of those guys and only have to move up one spot, how difficult was it to be patient? Yeah, I think the first thing with all these guys, you know, not now the hard part. They got to get to work, and uh, I'm really excited to see them and being in Eagles uniforms, but um, you know, you're, you're assuming that, that I was, <laughs> that I wasn't trying to go up <laughs> further, which I think you guys both know me well enough to know that we're having those calls and, uh, we're trying to be aggressive to kind of go get our guys. And sometimes, um, you know, we make the trade like we made with Jalen and sometimes you, you spend some effort and energy trying to go get a guy and you get lucky enough that the guy still falls to where you're picking. So, uh, I think when we look at, at those two players in particular, you know, we just feel like they're good fits for us and what we're doing and what we're trying to do going forward. Um, and obviously, you know, they, they need development. Like, like everyone, they need development, and that's on us, and, and we take that responsibility seriously about trying to develop these guys. Several NFL teams chose not to take the leap with Jalen Carter. What makes you feel confident that he'll be successful and the teams that were worried were wrong? 
Well, I think I think at the end of the day, um, there weren't too many teams that that said no to him, and some of those obviously are taking quarterbacks. Um, but it, uh, we feel like we have um, a lot of good people in this building, um, on and off the field. That doesn't guarantee anything, but that doesn't guarantee anything for anyone you're going to draft. Uh, and we felt like throughout the process, getting to know Jalen, um, getting to know his family, uh, getting to know our structure and the people that we have around here, uh, we thought that. He's got a chance for success. You know, obviously, an uh, incredibly talented guy um, who had a really, really rough spring. And when you look at, at his total body of work at the University of Georgia, um, the on field stuff is, is unbelievable. And we got to work with him to make sure that he's in a position to be the best version of himself that he possibly can be. Let's talk about your second first round pick, uh, Nolan Smith. How does he fit with Hassan Reddick? And how can these players be on the field at the same time? Well, the the way that we've our best teams, the way we've built those best teams is having waves. You know, um, I, I think it goes back to Coach Reed. He always talk about fastballs off the edge, and uh, I think that's something for us when we look at, at our teams. That's how we want to play. Uh, we want to have um, an A and B rush team, and so you really need eight guys to do that, and it gives him a chance here to develop uh, behind some unbelievable players and unbelievable people uh, on the defensive line and still get an opportunity to play. And um, when you look at his skill set, he can learn a lot from Hassan. You know, Hassan is an unbelievable rusher um, who has had unbelievable production. Obviously, you know, Philly kid, so he knows what it's like to play in Philadelphia and and to live around here. And um, we need all those guys. We need all those guys uh, coming off the edge, you know, the way we want to play. We we're hopeful we get the lead early and we're making teams one-dimensional and, and then we're getting after the quarterback. And so um, for us, it, it was a really good fit, uh, the kind of defense that we run. Obviously, you can see him in our defense and you can see how that role, um, because it was really mastered by Hassan last year. He was amazing, Hassan. Oh, I mean, what, what a deal you had yeah. getting him last year, obviously, on that contract. Howie. Howie, a few good men. You've seen it, right? You know a few good men, right? Everyone's seen a few yeah. good men, right? Uh, so I mean, all, all Tom Cruise wanted was the truth. Now, here's the, here's the conundrum I'm in as a talk show host, Howie. Mm-hmm. I, I learned years ago, never ask a question to a guest who won't answer a question. But I also know the audience wants me to ask you this question. If Jalen Carter was off the board, would you have taken B. John Robinson at 10? All we want to know well, is you, the truth, you, Howie. You, you, you use some word that uh, is, is clearly a private school, St. Joe's prep word, and we had to get you a St. Joe's prep guy, yes. so we got DeAndre Swift. So I did not go to Stanford like Richie and Ruben, so I'm going to look that word up after, after we leave this call. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, we got the right guys, and um, there is no what if, what if here. There is what is. Well, there is what wow. is. I, I just, I just made that. I just made that line yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That totally mic. That you can drop the mic now. Right. Should right hang there. up now, Howie. You're not going to talk Howie. that one. Wow. Like, can I hang up? Can, is that really permission to hang no, up? Or, no. or so, can I not? Hey, so <laughs> I'll accept that offer. <laughs> Along those lines, what did you get in DeAndre Swift? Yeah, I think that guy. Um, you just watch his big playability in the run and pass game. You see his vision, his ability to make people miss. Um, obviously, lost Miles, uh, who had a tremendous year for us, rushing over for twelve hundred yards. Uh, the the best part about this kid uh, is also who he is. You know, he's a Philly kid, comes from a great family, 
And this guy's in our facility when he was in high school, you know, because of the relationships he had here, um, especially with Big Dom. Wow. And so we know the person, um, watching the player, all you got to do, you know, I said this after my press conference, I mean, the first game I watch, I go, let's see how he played against us. And you watch him play against us. And every time he had the ball, it was like lightning in a bottle and, um, really excited to get him here. We like our running back room. Um, really for us, when we looked at our running back, you know, obviously we signed Rashad Penny, um, bringing back Boston, who's all he does is play well when he gets on the field. Uh, Kenny, uh, who really played well for us uh, last year, and we were excited about him. Trey, um, someone we had on our roster all last year, and even Kennedy Brooks. We liked our running back room, but we just thought it was a great opportunity uh, to bring him in here and help us you know, hopefully score a lot of points and win a lot of games. Howie Roseman here with us. Howie, the, the later rounds, who surprised you the most to still be available that you were able to get? Who, who did you think was going to be gone and you got him? Well, certainly with our actions, Ringo, you know, that's a guy that um, we were we we're really trying aggressively on Saturday morning to get back into the fourth round and grab him um, because of where, where our grades were on him, spent a lot of time with him through the process, and what a great opportunity for, for him to learn behind Slay and Bradbury, uh, two pros pros, uh, two tremendous players and people and uh, strengthen a position that, you know, is really important. You know, we talk about the O-line, we talk about the D-line a lot here, but you can't have, you can't have enough corners uh, in the National Football League with the way that the game is played right now. So getting him here was really important. But really, you know, I, I, I think for us, it, it, it's like going to a great restaurant. Like the, the whole meal's got to be good. And, and because these guys haven't played yet, you know, we're excited about all those guys. So, um, you know, don't want to leave anyone out. But they got to go prove it now. We know that we got to develop them, and they got to go play well. Howie, let's let's get to some other stuff beyond just the draft, and really start where the offseason began, which was um, sure. a really surprising, obviously disappointing loss in the Super Bowl. I still yeah. can't believe you lost. Let, let's just go back to that. Yeah. Can you believe uh-huh. two and a half months? Let's not and say we did. How about that? Because like, you're really going to bum me out. Like on a, on a great morning in Philadelphia. We have this big Sixers when we got yeah. Bryce coming back, and now, now really, really, we want to do this. Well, I don't want I have to. PTSD it's just, right here. I'm going to have PTSD. I just can't believe. I thought you had it. I mean, I'll just say that, Howie. I thought you had it. Yeah. yeah. You did too. I get it. I get it. All right, Howie. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go back even further because I'm fascinated to sort of get. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Let's go into the psyche. Let's go into the psyche here. Three years ago, you know the deal. The talent is coming down on you. They're coming down hard. 2020 was yeah. a horrible year. The team stunk, 4-11-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Everyone's criticizing you. I'm just mm-hmm. curious, during that year, even two years of criticism, if you will, you, you had previously delivered a Super Bowl. You knew mm-hmm. you could bounce back. Were you angry at the criticism? Were you bothered by the criticism? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I know what my job is, and I know how important this team is to this city, uh, to the people of this area. And I don't take that lightly. So for me, all it does is continue to drive me. You know, I, I want to do the right things for everyone here. Um, I want us to get back to the top of the mountain. And um, I love being here. I, and I understand that um, this is an institution that's going to be here a long, long, long way after I'm gone. And I'm just going to try to do the best job that I possibly can to make the people of this city happy and proud and um you know, when I, when I make mistakes, uh, I wear them. And uh, I think that for me, uh, all I try to do is to learn from the things that I don't do right and um, try to continue to, to make good decisions so that 
we could have a lot of fun in the fall. And I'm not going to be perfect, but I promise you I'm going to do the best I can. Now, he's certainly the Jalen Hurts pick a few years ago, one of the best picks in the organization's history. Uh, you lock him up recently here. Do you think Hurts took less money that he could have gotten for salary cap purposes to help the team? Well, I, I don't want to speak for Jalen. You know, that's not fair. But we know what kind of person Jalen Hurts is. We know how much he cares about winning. We know how much he cares about the team. Um, and he understands that the most important thing is having a team. And it, this is not a one-man show. You know, uh, the National Football League is the ultimate team sport. We're, we're starting 22 guys, not discounting our special teamers. Um, but, you know, for us, we got we got to build a team. And we got to build the team around him, and that was always important to him throughout the process. Um, and I think he deserves a tremendous amount of credit for for kind of him and his agent for taking uh, that leap and not saying, "Hey, I'm just going to wait for these couple guys to go." So uh, that shows how much confidence he has in his ability, and and really, hopefully, in us, and to make sure we can surround him with the right people. Howie, when this all season began and the lead up to free agency, we we had poll after poll on the station that indicated most Eagles fans wanted C.J. Gardner Johnson back here the most. Obviously, it mm-hmm. did not happen. What do you think is the main reason C.J. Gardner Johnson is no longer an Eagle? Well, I like to think about the guys that we were able to sign because he, he wasn't able to come back here. You know, uh, guys that are great fits for this team. Um, people were really excited to have the opportunity to bring back. And I, I think all these things are choices. You know, I think it's like um, you go to a restaurant. One, you know, some of those restaurants, they have like choose from uh, choose from uh, something from A, choose from B, choose from C. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we got to do that. And at the end of the day, this, the show keeps going on. You know, we lost a lot of good players, a lot of guys that we'll miss. Um, and I think that's just because of, of some of the success that we had. And I think it's a great testament to our players and our coaches that, you know, those guys were able to, to go other places and, and make a lot of money and, and we'll miss them and we got to replace them. But um, I think that it's all about that. It's all about choices. It's choices in free agency in the draft. And, um, you know, we're trying to do the best we can with the resources we have. Howie, Jonathan Gannon, obviously a loss. I thought he was a heck of a defensive coordinator. Obviously, you know, conflicting opinions around here, but I think you lost a really good one. In the process, there's a tampering charge, and the league finds Arizona guilty of tampering. Are you mad at Jonathan Gannon? You know, I'm mad that we're talking about the freaking Super Bowl. I'm, I'm, I'm mad that I got to freaking go back to that moment um, that we had a chance here to win our second world championship, and it drives me. All this other stuff, you know, I, it doesn't help us win games. So we got to move on from it and figure out the best way to win games. You know, that was handled at the ownership level and at the league level. Um, and for me, I, I can only control what we can, which is adding as many good players and as many good people as we possibly can on this team. When do you think uh, the Eagles? Fans... I like. There's no follow up. It's very dry. It's well, right? it, no, no, no. So I feel like I feel like the old morning show would have been like a lot of follow up on some of these things. Well, you just go boom, boom, right. boom. Well, here's, I like it. Here's Hold the on. here's the follow up. You're mad at Gannon, and you don't want to say it publicly. No, <laughs> I did not say. That. I did not say that. Because <laughs> how, Howie, here's what it is. It's the same thing as you were mad about the field, and you took the high road. And I respect and understand why you took the high road, but let's be real, Howie. You've got to be, you had to be irate that preparing a team for a Super Bowl and having what I believe was the best roster in pro football, the 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 league handed you and your team that field that night. Yeah, I would say this. At the end of the day, I will never 
no matter how long I live, and hopefully it's, it's a long time, I will never get over that Super Bowl game. But it will continue to drive me to make sure that we get another championship. So no matter what you want to say about that Super Bowl, I will never get over it. When will we as Eagles fans get over Jonathan Gannon's uh, contribution and his way out? You know, th- there's a stain now on, on that. When, when will we as fans get over that, Howie? You know, when we start looking at our team and go, we're pretty good. and We got an opportunity to have a heck of a year. And I think when you look at the history of the National Football League, you know that sometimes you have to have some adversity as a team to get to the top of the mountain. You know, you just think about it. You think about, you know, Coach Reed and the Chiefs and them losing their second Super Bowl in Tampa and coming back. And that's that's the positive that I take from it. You know, the experience that we gained in the moment for these players, these coaches to be there. Um, obviously, like, we got a lot of work to get back. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to look at it as it's going to make the next opportunity even that more special. Howie, Jalen Hurts, you got him under contract for a while. He's at a great age. Do you think, and, and you were here for the Donovan thing. Obviously, Donovan didn't last as mm-hmm. long as he could have. Style kind of played into that. Uh, he got banged up. Um, do you think about as an organization having Jalen run less moving forward to protect him for longer, or do you lean into the greatness of what he can do and just say we're going to do that as long as we can? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, you know, Jalen's game is is special. And I think that part of his game that's special is he can beat you in 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 a variety of ways. He can beat you with his mind. He can beat you with his arm. He can beat you with his legs, and um, you know you don't take away uh, people's greatest attribute. Like, uh, what what what's your greatest attribute? Give me your three greatest attributes. Uh, well, <laughs> Richie's is, Richie's is listening to me talk. Yeah, yeah. I asked you. I asked you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Two ear, two ears, one mouth. I'm not buying that you guys are using your two ears more than your one mouth. I'll go with it. I'll go with it for the sake of this conversation. Yeah. No, I get it. Hey Howie, what what is uh, when do you unwind here? I mean, obviously, look, spectacular twenty twenty two. Looks like you got a great twenty three set up. Do you get away more after the draft? Now um, is this your time after free agency settles a little more for some uh, you know dethrottling a little bit? You know, a word we use around here is psychopath. You know, like yeah. who's a psychopath? And unfortunately for for my family. Um, I am a psychopath when it comes to our roster. And so right now I am sitting there thinking about other ways that we can improve uh, before we come back to training camp. We will get a break here. Um, I don't feel like it's right now. Um, Obviously the players are here and they're going to be here for for another month. We get to see them on the field. Um, You know, I wish we were starting the season next week. I really do uh, to get some of the bad taste out of our mouth. But until then, um, we're going to be relentless. We're going to be relentless in doing whatever we can uh, to inter- try to improve the team on and off the field. Um, you know, we got we got a great staff here um, that I love working with. And so um, there will be time to do that, but I don't feel like that time is now. Howie, congratulations on uh, what's obviously been a great run here, and 2023 should be another special year. Congrats, and uh, thanks for joining us on the program. We obviously look forward to touching base with you from time to time. Go Sixers. Let's go. It. Let's get a ring. Thanks, Howie. Thanks, Howie. Right, there he is, Eagles general manager.